Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Facts Podcast. I'm your host this week, joined only by Tom. How are you, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not too bad. Donnie's feeling a bit unwell. I've heard he's had dizzy, dizzy spells. He's never been at the top of the table during this pod, so he's feeling a bit unwell. So he'll maybe back next week. We'll see what happens in the meantime. Anyway, let's get into a bit of housekeeping before we get started. The Fantasy Football Royal Rumble... Another game week has passed, another five managers been eliminated, so that's updated on Twitter. You know who the four team manager left are. Uh, Tom, you're in there, you're one of them, just one in the top half table, you're still flying high. In the next two game weeks, four more will be eliminated, that will leave us a final 10, and then obviously two more weeks, two more weeks, etc. It will finish on game week 30, we'll have a winner. Also, if we go to our own podcast week, I'll do the top three from move on. And there's only one change, and it's Melvinho. Move up to number three with 187 overall. Number two is Scott Prem Fantasy, 1877. And number one, it's been for quite a while, is Feraldo. Brendan Good Snakes, also, Good Snake Salesman or something he's called. Good Snake. I can't see his full name. Anyway, he's top 1882. So, Tom, we'll go to our score and rank this week. I'm taking it with both with Green Arrows. Yes. Yep. Right, I'll go first because I'm lower. So I had a grand total of 171 points, and that was through Butland, eight points, triple captain Tav, 105, world, world record breaking triple, triple captain Tav. I think there's been a triple captain, double game week captain that scored more points than that. I was looking online. Nobody's been able to off me anything different. I don't think uh, so, no. Brown, two points, Beck, six, McGrath, 10, Miller, two, Armstrong, one, O'Reilly, one, Shankland, eight, Dessler, 17, vice captain Mioski, eight. And all of the bench was Wickens for six and nothing else there. And that has took me from rank 113 up to 84. So back in the top 100. So over you, your score? Um, I scored 181. Um, and that brings me up to uh, 23rd in the game. Um, my team consisted of Carson and goals with seven points. A back line of Yilmaz with three. Triple captain Tav, 105. Cochrane, one. And Devlin, 11. In midfield, I had McGrath for 10, Cantwell 8, O'Reilly 4, and up front, I had Bear with 16, Shankland 8, and Vice Captain Miofsky with 8 as well. And I also had Wickens on the bench with, with 6. Okay, 
So the scores for the week, I know this goes back to last Wednesday, but we'll just quickly go through them, then you can give us your stuff. Rangers 3, Ross County 1, Aberdeen 3, Motherwell 3, Livingston 1, St. Mirren 0, Hearts 2, Motherwell 0, Dundee 2, Ross County 0, Celtic 1, Kilmarnock 1, Aberdeen 2, Hibernian 2, and St. Johnson 0, Rangers 3. So over to you. Yep, so start off on the midweek fixtures. Um, Aberdeen 3, Motherwell 3. Um, for Aberdeen, it was Duke uh, that scored... The first one, Gartenman scored the second, and then Duke got the second, eh, sorry, the third, with an assist from Shinney. Eh, for Motherwell, it was Bear that scored a penalty, which was won by Ghent. Eh, Bear scored the second with an assist from Ghent, and then Devine scored the third. Obviously, Bear's the obvious standout in this fixture. Um, he's in some form. Uh, Duke also matched his brace. However, his minutes um, are at risk. He's not assured of starts. However, Potentially that could change going forward if Miofsky continues his well, not a massive dry spell, but obviously he didn't score in the, the two games in this double game week. Um, looking at Motherwell, nothing from Spittal. Um, so I managed to swerve that one because I didn't consider bringing them in for this game week. Uh, Gent, playing as a wing-back. He's a 2.5 million defender. He won the penalty and got an assist. His last four scores are 5, 10, 11 and 6. However, Motherwell do face Celtic and Rangers in the next three games, so I reckon he's probably one to keep an eye on. Devine plays on the opposite flank. Uh, he's a 2.1 million defender. Um, he's obviously scored the third. He's only played three games this season, um, so not a bad start for him. Uh, potentially a cheap enabler there. And um, again, given Motherwell's fixtures, one to monitor for the time being. There's obviously more to talk about with Aberdeen, but we'll hold on, off on that until the, the next fixture. Um, what's your thoughts on this one, Peter? Uh, Motherwell's just, I suppose, it's fixture dependent. You mentioned they play Celtic Rangers the next three games. Some of the games might be harder than others, mind you. We don't know. Uh, I like, mm-hmm. again, was the one I wrote down. See, Devine, do you know, is, is it the last three games he's played? Is that his three games since has he came in in the transfer window or has he just broke through? Do you have an idea? I'm not too sure. Just wonder, just if Fez's that, that cheap and he's going to start playing, it's going to give Ronnie that's kind of a really good enabler from there. I like your idea of another real defensive kind of access point. They're starting to kind of look a bit better as the weeks are going on. Not anytime soon. The same falls for Bayer up front. I think you've, I, I think personally I've missed out on the points that I should have got. Now he's got two toughest games out of the next three. If he still keeps shooting boots on there, he's easier to keep enabler. If Motherwell finished in the bottom six, for example, it could be like another one of these years where you're looking to have somebody in the bottom six a striker versus somebody in the top six a striker, and that could be a good one to bring in. But <coughs> again, with the fixtures I've got ahead of them, it's more I'll watch and see, and Aberdeen, like you said, talk about later. Yeah, for Divine, it is game week 25, and then the two game week 26 games, so he must have just came in. Right, so that is 2.1 million. He's probably going to rise this week, and if he's going to be playing. I'd imagine if you're looking for a really cheap player to bring in, guys, who you want to get your money elsewhere, that's one you could go for and just use a bench trick. Yeah, that would be the plan. So the other uh, midweek one then was Rangers 3, Ross County 1. Uh, Dessers with a, an assist from Tab. Dessers again with another assist from Tab. And Suter with an assist from Tab. Uh, Ross County 1. Uh, it was Simon Murray that scored the goal with an assist from Brophy. Dessers managed seven shots on target in this game. Not, too sure if I've seen that as high as that before in a single game. Um, Lundstrom was actually second uh, with a respectable four. 
Dressers, Cantwell and Matondo all hit the woodwork in this game, so it could have been a much higher score. Um, Ross County scored with their only shot on target, and probably still not a team I'd, I'd look to to consider at the time for the time being. Um, so really unfortunate for Rangers to lose the, the clean sheet on this one. Uh, Rangers are obviously playing well. Um, I thought Dessers would be a good option. However, in the following game, he was was benched, so perhaps um, a rotation risk. Uh, I went with Yilmaz this week and. Uh, just because I thought he'd offered more attacking threat than, than Suter. Um, but obviously that didn't work out too well, never mind. Um, probably hold off on any further Rangers chat until the next fixture, which I think there's a few more talking points there. Um, the only other point to note was Wickens uh, still managed six points despite conceding three goals just to the sheer number of saves that he made. So um, at 2. I think it's 2.1 million, 2.2 now. Maybe 2.2 Not too bad, is that sorry? Cheap second uh, goalkeeper option. Your thoughts on this game, Peter? Sorry, I had to just look there. Yep, sorry, what was your last bit, Tom? Because it was all quiet here on my side. You just asked I was me just saying, Wickens, Wickens still managed the six points uh, despite um, conceding three goals just because of the number of saves that he made. And just yep. your thoughts on this fixture. Well, seeing the highlights quickly, it was Canal Rangers who were shooting for fun, like fishing a barrel, but the, that boy had some game, the keeper. So even though he said three goals, I thought he put a lot of saves off and he's played pretty much ever since the new intern. Is it Don Cowie's new intern manager's come in? So he's a nice mm-hmm. cheap bet, a nice cheap bench goalkeeper lets you spend money elsewhere. If, if you're really struggling and you want money elsewhere, I suppose you could go down to him and use him. Anywhere else in Ross County, I've not really seen it, I think. The squad looks quite poor. The manager looks... The new manager hasn't got the bounce yet. I know he's playing Rangers, so it's kind of hard to get a bounce if they want to better teams, but I don't see much there. Uh, the Redessa situation, I suppose, top Rangers later on, but at the time, when the new team news came in, I stuck with Redessers over Bear, thinking, well, we'll see what happens. I think he'd want to watch because he scored two goals, and then realising that Bear had matched him, so it was kind of mm. as you were type situation, but fun at the time. Yep. Next one then, we've got um, the start of the weekend fixtures. We have Dundee 2, Ross County 0. Uh, Tiffany got a brace with an assist from Costello. Uh, County still one to avoid. The Rangers score was was just a glimmer of hope. Um, Wickens, again, the only player to keep an eye on um, or have as a second goalkeeper option. For Tiffany, he was obviously the standout in this fixture, but um, blows too hot and cold for me. Bakayoko, um, wasn't a miss for my team. Obviously got rid of him in favour of Bear, which worked out well. I probably won't be going back to back a Yoko now. Um, the sort of main attacking players in Dundee recently have been McGee and McCowan, and they've both been quiet. So not nothing of interest there. And then um, with Dundee um, recently, the, 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 although they did get a clean sheet in this game, the defence has been. Disappointing, um, so I'm not too confident sticking with Carson going forward. But again, I won't be rushing to make a transfer for a goalkeeper, so I can perhaps rotate between him and Wickens for the time being and just see how things go. What's your thoughts on this game, Peter? Have you still got some Dundee players? This Beck, uh, I mean, the people who'd stuck with Dundee dribble up on the double triple game week and stuck them, a majority of them did work out because the player did a turn the week after, so they've got a lot of good cheap assets in. 
Watching Beck, he offers so much going forward. He's really unlucky sometimes. You see him, you know, he's pretty much plays a winger sometimes. If his teammates were turned on, he may get more assists as well. But I'm kind of happy holding him right now. He's playing really well. But as you said, you've got the keeper, Tom, and I think I would rather do that keeper because I'm not great defensively. I've got Beck looking for attacking assets, not defensive. So the keeper, I would make a change. I suppose we've got a backup keeper, so you can, can, you can, you can rotate if you want until the situation comes where you may want to make a job if you get a transfer with nothing to do. The back of Yoko situation, yeah, I think now we did talk about this a couple weeks ago when they brought in a couple of strikers and Maine and Mellon that his numbers might start to, his minutes sort of might start to go down, even though he did well after they turned in, but we've got a bigger squad now, they're playing quite well and I can see a bit more rotation. He's not exactly prolific with his goal scoring. He's been good this season for us, haven't had him at certain times, but I think Mellon had a better record even though he was injured and Maine obviously brought him for certain reasons. So all the horses for courses, depending on who they're playing. I just think now with the money floating about in the game and like Bear, for example, appearing, there is cheap alternative third choice strikers you can bring in instead. But mm-hmm. again, you could hold on best striker and every soft you will return. It's up to yourself. Yeah. Um, next fixture then, we've got Livingston 1, St Mirren 0. Uh, Yegi got the goal. Um, he's had two goals in his last five games. I think he must be a new acquisition for, for Livingston. Um, however, Livy are probably a team I'd still be avoiding for now just due to the lack of consistency. St Mirren um, are blowing a bit hot and cold just now. Uh, Mandron could be a, a, a cheap option uh, up front at 3.8 million. Uh, he missed a penalty in this game. Had he scored it, that would have been three three uh, goals in a row or three returns in a row. Um, other than him, there's no real sort of clear talisman at St Mirren. Uh, they do have some nice fixtures coming up. They've got St Johnson at home and in Ross County away. Um, so perhaps Mandor or Tanza could be worth a punt um, if you're hoping that they might do something there. But uh, a punt is all probably that it would be. But not really much else to talk about on that one. But anything to add there, Pierre? Yeah, obviously still a big no-no. The only time I'd be in interest in this would probably be post-split when we'll see what the form's like then and maybe they can do the great escape and you might be looking for cheap assets. But... Until then, no. I don't know every time we do. Look, they seem to play well. They kind of, they kind of stop start. Not much interest, maybe apart from Tanzer's only one. I, I like Tanzer going forward. I would, I, unlucky strays, not there to be back the other side. But I look at a lot of team makeup for a lot of the top teams in the in the mega league. There isn't a lot of them in there either. So I think that's probably the best advice I can give. But nobody's really doing much for them. No. Um, next game then, we've got Aberdeen 2, Hibs 2. Um, for Aberdeen, it was Devlin and McGrath that scored. Um, and for Hibs, it was Boyle that scored with an assist from Molida. Uh, and then Marcondes scored with an assist from Newell. Um, no player got more than a single shot on target in this fixture, um, which was concerning for Miofsky owners. That's two blanks in the row. However, looking at his last six, his returns have been 2, 9, 8, 8, 2 and 6. So that's still his decent form. Um, also, Aberdeen do have a double coming up of Dundee and Motherwell, which is in game week 30. And then a nice run up to that as well, which consists of Kilmarnock, St. Johnston and St. Mirren. Um, for me, I'll probably move in McGrath and possi- possibly Devlin on as well. But in terms of Mioski, I think I'm probably more likely to keep a hold of him just now than get rid. In terms of Hibs, uh, they've got the striker Molida. Uh, He's had one goal and one assist in five games. He's only 4.2 million. 
Marcondes was another player that we mentioned there. Uh, 4.2 million midfielder, played four games and got one goal. Um, these, these are probably guys to monitor for the time being. Uh, Hibs also have a double in game week 30, which is probably the best double of the lot, which is Livingston and Ross County. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Boyle, who has um, Fantasy Scotland ped- uh, pedigree, however, not been very much on form this season. But if there was some sort of consistency between now and then, then um, perhaps wants to consider for the double, but not a team I'd be jumping on just yet. What's your thoughts on this one, Peter? Yep, I agree with you there. A boil, I've, I've circled Boyle for a double game week coming up because I think watching the game, I watched the highlights actually just before I come on this podcast, still in the background, extended highlights, and uh, I thought Boyle looked the sharpest he looked all season, looked really good, getting play. They've got a lot of new players coming in, so again, like you say, let's keep the Irish names you mentioned. Just hopefully, you see maybe progressing, doing well, getting better and better. Have another one of these teams, I think I would like from a, a fantasy point of view to finish bottom six. So they're playing the kind of easier fixtures, and then you maybe can all go lump on them. As for Aberdeen, you mentioned Devlin, and I had McGrath. You had McGrath as well? Is that why you get a template for McGrath? Just for the doubles? Yeah, I've got McGrath. That. I just and I th- try to attack the doubles and I thought, I thought Mioski looked. Good again. Unlucky. Obviously, the Devlin goal came from Mioski's shot, so he got the assist from that. If, if Mioski, I'll probably hold through. I think it looks really dangerous. And I think I'll just pick on a week-to-week basis with the rest of them. I haven't really looked at my transfers this week. Uh, who's Aberdeen got? You got in front of you? Who's Aberdeen playing this week? Aberdeen have Kilmarnock away. See, that's not the greatest fixture. I know we all could score, but then it's a McGrath. And that, I don't know. The Derek McKinney Starby, I'll think about that later we get to transfers. But yeah, two. Aberdeen haven't really. I thought they did more in an effect with Warnock there. And it isn't really kind of. They've not played particularly poor, they've played particularly great either. So it's just one of the things. We also want other sticks out to go for. And I was probably fortunate I kept McGrath for double game week and he returned in this week. Mm-hmm. Nobody really else. No. Um, next game then, we've got Hearts 2, Motherwell 0. Uh, it was a Shanklin goal with an assist from Forrest, and then Vargas got the second. Uh, Forrest looking good in this game, four shots on target. Unlucky only to come away with an assist. Uh, the Hearts defence are looking good. Um, managed to keep a, a Motherwell team that's in decent attack and form at bay. Unfortunately, Lembiska. Uh, came off at half time and then Cochrane came off at 59 minutes. So uh, Clark may be the, the safest Hearts defensive option going forward. Uh, for Shankland, uh, obviously in amongst the goals, uh, Forrest would probably be my second choice for a Hearts player. He's playing out of position um, up front with Shankland and his last six scores have been 13, 11, 3, 10, 3, and 7. Who's that, Tom? Uh, the, Who's that name you mentioned? Alan Forrest. Is he playing up front, right? Okay, Alan Forrest, okay. Um, the play Rangers next game week, so there is time to consider Hearts options. I think after that, they'll play Hibs and then Celtic, but they could easily score in those two fixtures. So, um, plenty of time to assess for, for Hearts. In terms of Motherwell, not a lot to say about Motherwell in this fixture. Um, still keen on Bear, um, despite him not scoring in this game. Um, to play Celtic next, so you could probably see Bear scoring against the Celtic defence just now, given their form. 
Um, so I'm not in any sort of rush to kind of move away from him just yet. But what's your thoughts on this game, Pierre? Yeah, I thought Hassel will worries. It will deserve winners. Shankland again, he just keeps on turning up. He's getting to the point now you could probably just auto vice captain like like your auto captain Tav and make him say to you'll win. Uh, people think about Shankland playing just next week and Celtic shortly after. I wouldn't be too first by he's proven already he is fixture proof. Shankland he scores against all teams. And if he's still itching for his move to Rangers at the end of the season, then I'm pretty sure about to put on a show. They've not been the They've been better defensively, Rangers, but they've still a goal in here or there, like Ross County and so on. So Shackman could be a problem for him. And the Motherwell assets, like you said, bear. We've got a question in spit all so we'll leave it for the questions. But Motherwell have looked decent. I suppose you've now got to put Hearts in that kind of bracket, whereas they're definitely the third best team. So when you put the Lotties playing them, you can kind of rule that one out. Hearts are going to win most games as well. So. Mm-hmm. See, Lombasca, was it an injury come off or just a tactical sub, did you know? Yeah, that was a way this I think it was just tactical because... He has played most games so far, so it's one to watch. I bought him in because he was so cheap, a couple of price rises out so far. And mm-hmm. hopefully he starts again. And if he also lost his place, then it's one to monitor and maybe replace with someone else. Yep. Uh, next game then, we've got uh, Celtic 1... Kilman at one. Kyogo uh, got the goal with an assist from Ralston. <laughs> and Kilmanic, it was Watson that scored with an assist from Murray. Um, O'Reilly, probably the standout um, in the Celtic team with three shots on target. However, no returns. Um, the usual kind of turgid football from Celtic. Um, Ida playing up front. He's still to score a goal from open play and he didn't manage a single shot in this game. So, Anyone looking to get on it probably hold off for the time being. Um, apart from O'Reilly, any other Celtic players probably can complete a void for me. I've got Bernardo and actually stuck him on the bench this week um, as part of the bench trick. Very little consistency. And uh, I think Celtic always offer the, the chance to concede, so I'm not particularly um, confident in the defence, particularly with the, the injuries that, that's there. In terms of Kilmanic, obviously Armstrong's been a great player this season, but he's been quite quiet recently. Yeah, I had to sacrifice him um, when I was doing the wildcard team for the, the triple game week, double game week. And I'm not in any great rush to get him back in um, until we kind of start seeing something more from him. Nothing from Van Veen yet. Again, he's still coming on as a substitute. It might take him some time to, to get to fitness. Um, they do face Aberdeen and Rangers next as well, so Again, a team to keep in, uh, uh, keep on your radar, but probably not one to invest in for the time being. What's your thoughts on this game, Peter? What's your Celtic analysis? Gosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was quite funny. I was away for the weekend. I was in Killen, my wife, for the weekend away. And as I said, right, I'll not even bother with the game. I'll not watch it. But I went to a wee pub called the Cooper Kelly, and I'll show you for them. And there was a guy in the pub sitting at the bar watching the game on his phone. So I angled myself to sit behind him. At a certain angle, I know it's a good bit, so I could see the football on his phone. But so I was checking Twitter, he was watching, he's like, oh, We're playing poor. I was like, Blah 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 blah, I stopped his pal. I updated Twitter or X now, and I see the goal. I went, Mate, they've just scored, and he's like, No, no, it's still 1 0. Look, I went, Showed my phone, listen, that's seen it, it's on on Twitter, you're behind it, it's scored. Like you said, I know that's funny, it's, you can only laugh, Tom. If you don't laugh, you cry. Uh, the only player I trust out to would be Riley, I would not be jumping anywhere else. They look terrible. The back four shocking. There's better assets in heart. McGregor's only one that's guaranteed minutes, I suppose, next to him. 
formation change, Kyogo. I know Donnie was talking about going in for Kyogo, but I would advise against it because Kyogo's coming dropping deep. Mm-hmm. Just a bit of a shit show right now. There's, I've seen it a couple weeks ago, you can clock things, somebody's going, this isn't going right. I wouldn't be going in deep in Celtic players right now, unless he's, up, unless he's a really upturning form in the next couple of weeks, I wouldn't be interested in it. There's no guaranteed clean sheets and there's nobody guaranteed, there's nobody can run away when getting points. Look, LSE with Palmer was going nuts for a while, or Ayer was going nuts for a while. There's Palmer get hooked at half time, so mm-hmm. nothing there for me. Kilmarnock, I thought it looked all right, they've been really good against Celtic this year. You're getting rid you're thinking about Barry Armstrong, but I'm I am i am going to keep Armstrong right through because I think he will turn good again. There's nobody right now that I see I want to replace him with. Other fires to put out. Was it the boy Watson that scored? He was in midfield, didn't he? So he's actually quite cheap as well for midfielder. Mm-hmm. So he's another one that again I wouldn't double up Clamar midfield. So if he keeps his form, I could maybe take a sideways step to Watson if his minutes are guaranteed. But Commander Rangers, who Commander got used to Aberdeen away from home next, and then it's Rangers at home. That's yeah. the next two games. So I, again, I don't see people be jumping there defensively or anything like that. But Van Veen's the one I want to see exploding soon, so I can jump on him because I think it's just a matter of time for he come into that team and start playing well. I always just try to find fitness right now. But mm-hmm. another one that I worry on if they do finish top six, which looks more and more likely. Do you want to go for Van Veen the top six team when he's playing against Aberdeen teams? It's just. Want to monitor as the week's going. Yeah. Um, our last fixture then, St Johnston nil, Rangers 3. Uh, Diomande scored, then Tav penalty, won by Sterling, and then Tav penalty, won by Lawrence. Uh, the clean sheet was intact, which uh, resulted in a, a massive haul for Tavernier this game week. Triple captains were in delight. Um, I think the third goal bumped me up to 10 places, so I was quite happy with that. However, there was lots of rotation within the Rangers 11. Um, Silver, sorry, can't read my own writing. Silver only managed one shot on target and he failed to match the form of Dessers in the, the previous fixture. Um, Barisic was in over Yermaz, much to my disappointment. Um, so there was no clean sheet for me. Um Butland or Suter might be the, the, the safer options there. And then Cantwell obviously came off injured at half time. Um, apparently it's a hamstring injury. Um, so there's a situation to monitor there. Um, we will get uh, the Rangers team before the deadline. Um, so I have to consider perhaps who the next best Rangers midfielder would be if he needs to be replaced. Um, that's all from that one, really. Um Kind of puts me off getting Dessus, to be honest, because obviously the Rangers will have a, a busy schedule between now and the end of the season. They've still got European football as well. So if Dessus plays in the the midweek game, then I could see Silva starting on, on the weekends, um, despite Dessus obviously recently being the better fantasy option. Um, I'd prefer to go with someone that's guaranteed more time on the pitch. What's your thoughts on this one, Peter? Uh, grudgingly, got to say, at uh, the top of the league, this is what happens. We've got a wee joke with top Donny later on. We'll discuss that at the questions point. I'm sure you saw it online. <laughs> Dessers is the one that it's a weird situation, right? He's not guaranteed, but we do get rid of team news. So I suppose if he's playing, you've got him. You don't take him out until the point comes where you don't see the team news and you can't take a risk anymore. Because Rangers do play at three o'clock Saturday. Am I right? If we do yeah. have the we do yep. have the team news, don't we? Let me have a quick look anyway. Definitely, I. So. I mean, I've got two transfers, and obviously I'm thinking, like, Dessers isn't guaranteed, I'll take him out. But if I see that team news on Saturday and he's playing, 
I'm lucky to take him out because he's playing as there's no point. And then the week after's game week 28. And again, that you won't see team news that week. So that might be the week if he's not playing, as you said, midweek, full week on that pitch. But again, Kamara's got a plastic pitch. What's the situation? I would need to ask Donnie, has Silva got any lingering injuries on this or is this when they start playing players who are used to the pitch? My advice would be if he's playing, I'd just keep him in until he can't see teams anymore. Then you can move to one of the other players, like you said, maybe a player or Van Dien, if you start playing at this point as the game is going. St. Johnson. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. They offered nothing through what I've seen. Just Craig or Vina Hinkins out, cut up that part before the pitch, try to make it obvious because it was really, really bad. <laughs> They're one of these teams, again, that you're just looking for maybe cheap players to fit another players in and use bench tricks. They're slowly but surely getting this away, away from danger, just grinding out points. But there's nobody in that team that stands out to me, like, let's get them in because they don't score a lot of goals. And they've kept more clean sheets than normal, but there's other players that are attacking defenders who get in instead. And the Rangers, mm-hmm. obviously, we've got a question on it later, so I'm not going to talk about who would bring Rangers. We'll talk about it when we get to the questions. Yep. And then, uh, just to conclude, then we've got our top 10 of the week. This will obviously be skewed in favour of double game week players. Um, no surprise um, that Tavernier was number one with 35 points. Then Ghent, uh, who we mentioned at Motherwell, 17. Des has also got 17. Bear at Motherwell, 16. Suter, 14. The Duke uh, got 14. Tiffany at Dundee, 14 as well. Then Shamal George got 13 points um, with his penalty save. Diamande, um, the Rangers midfielder, got 12. And Obelai got 11 as well 
gives us one goalkeeper, four defenders, one mid and four forwards. Um, I don't think there's anything out the ordinary there. Tiffany got his haul of the season and that'll probably be him. Um, that's about it, really. What do you, you reckon, Peter? Yeah, the names you expect with double game weeks. Like, some names new, like Diamante and stuff like that, but as you said, and Donnie's mentioned as well, Rangers are rotating a lot, and they're going to be playing Europe again soon, so they'll rotate even more, so I've been looking for more nailed assets, but we'll get to that when we get to the questions. Right, we'll move on to questions then? Mm-hmm, yep. Right, first up is for our very own Donnie. I'll just get given his place, because I've been doing the exact same if it was us. I'm not recording today, so I'm feeling under the weather, so I'll ask a question instead. Peter and Tom, do you wear socks in bed? Because I heard it's minus two at the moment. Think the fact we're it's, bad for you. it's bad for your circulation, no. There you go. Dr. Thomas Bolton. He who laughs, laughs, Tom. He who laughs, laughs. We've been here before. Even though all the traits I've seen looks as good as them are different, but here we go. <laughs> right. Next up is the FPL Liger, so he's got three questions, so I'll do them one at a time. Is it time to offload the Celtic assets? As we already kind of covered, I mentioned I only trust O'Reilly, so... Yeah, he's only put it have to just now. It's... It depends who your asset says, I suppose, because are you going to sell Kyogo after... If you've got Kyogo, are you going to sell him after he scores? Probably not. But would I go after it, bring him in? Probably not. So it's probably team-dependent, no. but I wouldn't be interested in bringing the Celtic players until I see clear and obvious change in performance levels going up. You agree? Yeah. I mean, if you've got quite a strong team, you, you might do, considering how many doubles we've got and people playing bench tricks and stuff like that. A Celtic defender is probably one you could always just stick on your bench. Hopefully comes yes. on with the six I points. Just, that just sounds stupid, doesn't it? Bench trick Celtic defender. Well, they're playing Motherwell away. I reckon Motherwell could put a goal past them. Particularly Thanks, with Bears well. form. Um, Dundee at home next. You kind of fancy a clean sheet at home at Dundee. Away to Hearts, probably going to concede there. Then at home, to Saint jo- <laughs> at, home, at home to St. Johnston, you'd imagine a clean sheet there. And then the game after that, away to Livingston, I think you could hopefully get a clean sheet. Maybe come away with a, a nil-nil, be happy with that. Um... <laughs> what I would say is... Emdy, who's got skills and he's played all season, he's getting a lot of backlash online. He's made his mistakes and he's passed it and his speed. And I know Brendan Rogers can see what we can see. And I don't know if he might make the move to get skills at that team soon because I read a thing online about Marco Bielsa talking about how your team started playing, how when it comes to Evan starts for the back and your centre backs normally in this team than his football. And if you watch Celtic, Tommy, I watch Celtic. I think he's done okay in certain games, but he is what junior level player playing in the first team for Celtic. He's, he's murder, he's passing so safe, doesn't pass it forward, takes his time, doesn't want to make mistakes. And I think a lot of it comes to him. And if Celtic want to improve their fortunes, I think they need to change their defenders. That's me just talking to a Celtic fan. Mm-hmm. Right, next up, best striker after Ryoski in Shankland. And in brackets, I can't get to Dessers, so he can't afford Dessers. Who'd you go for? Oh, it's got to be Bear then, isn't it? Yeah. There's the one. And then this is a bench trick, clearly, and then we come on. And I push, I maybe say Van Veen. You want to go down there before you jump in for him? Nah, nah, too risky. Thanks. So. Man, uh, man, man drawn, I think. If you yeah, want to have a point. Man drawn, man drawn, I know. Because uh, he's got decent form. I think that would have been three goals and three. 
if you manage to score that penalty. Uh, and then they've got St. Johnston and Ross County in the next two. So if you wanted to kind of have like a, a short, short-term option whilst you kind of rejig the funds in your team, then he could be an option for you. Um, I think that'd probably be it. Unless you want to go for McCausland at Rangers. He lost his then he was he was rotated so. there as well, so a bit of a risky one. Um, no, nah, I'd, I'd probably say Bear. Bear's, Bear's yeah, obvious um, shout, yep. Well, I would say there, there, is, there is going to be a point where Van Veen's going to do Van Veen things and we're all going to miss it, apart from somebody's going to be a genius and jump on that, we can get the points. But what Aberdeen and Rangers next. If you imagine he's probably going to be on the bench for the time being. And those, if he does, if he was to start one of those games, then it kind of gives you a bit of a sneak preview, and then you can kind of suss it out from there, and then you should be prepared for the, the next game week if it happens. But then, if we're all happy with our three strikers, if Miofsky kicks back into form again, who are you going to drop in favour of Van Veen? That's, yeah. that's a difficult Okay. Next up, this is for you because you've got him. Keep Devlin or Pivot? As Ross Geller would say, Pivot, Pivot, Pivot. I don't know. If he didn't get, if he didn't, if he hadn't scored that goal, it'd be an easy, it'd be an easy um, switch. Well, can I object um, for one second? I would say keep him this week. You're going to get a, a price rise out after the goal. Yeah. So if you're not too sure, keep him in your team one more week. If then you can move him on. You get an extra point, one million out of it. Kilmarnock have been quiet as well. Um, get it because it's Derby. So, undecided on that one. I, I did say I'd probably move him on, but I don't know. Given the other changes that I want to make in my team, he'll probably sit there for the time being, probably as part of the bench, I could imagine. He's managed to nail because he's, he's, he's not the captain, right? But he'd be brought in to be full-back the plays. He plays the every game. I would keep him. I would just, I've had these other double and 30 coming up, haven't they? Yeah, Dundee and Motherwell. So you must have fires elsewhere in your team. Take care of them. And then that's one transfer you don't need to worry about in game week 30. I've actually mm-hmm. Devlin marked in for coming out for game week 30, so that's what I'm thinking. So <laughs> he's a cheap defender. Right, next up is from Gavin and loads of numbers after his name. After forgetting to make changes this week, I have triple captain still to play. Any suggestions when to use this? So I'll do that one first. So we've got one more double game week to come that I see. Game week 30. Have you got it in front of you, Tom? Who's, who's playing double game week 30? Uh, Aberdeen uh, will face. Dundee and Motherwell, both away games. Dundee have Aberdeen and Rangers, both at home. Hibs have Ross County and Livingston, which is the nicest looking one. And then Ross County have Hibs and Hearts. You probably wouldn't touch with So just on stick. hearing that fixtures, and we talked about earlier on, I'm thinking, let's get the band together. Martin Boyle, triple captain, <laughs> double game week. I know that goes against every fibre of your body, Tom, because you hate Martin Boyle, but no, I don't hate Martin Boyle. I don't hate him. I just think he's still dining out on previous successes and uh, he has no place in my team just now. Um, no, I'd, I'd probably say like... Rioski? That triple game week? I don't know because you're, you're, you're never going to match the success of... No, you can't. No, you get to forget you're, really. you're not going to, you're not going to catch Davinio's points for that again. So now you got to think yourself: Do I go for a doubler in one of the game weeks? Watch your form yeah. of the teams you mentioned get up to it and go right. Who's in form? Who's playing well? And go for it. Or 
do you look at Rangers playing somebody at home before the split that's really poor and going, we okay, triple captain tab. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that would be more likely my approach. Yeah, that's a bit tall. I would probably hold on until the double game week. And see how it see, looks. See who's in form. I mean, if if Miofsky's getting like, see if Miofsky gets a hat trick the week before or something like that, you'd be kind of thinking, well, you could triple captain him against Dundee and Motherwell. Not really a team that screams clean sheets, although we have mentioned uh, Ghent, the, the attacking fullback there, but we're kind of looking more at him for his re- attacking returns and clean sheets, really. Um, so, yeah, that would be my approach. And you said, would you keep Dessers? He was my saviour this weekend, but he's had a taking risk. He missed chance we came on. I think we covered that. I would just say what I said last time. If you see the team he's playing, I would keep him this week. If he's not playing, then you can move him on to whoever you want. But then the week after, you don't see the team. And if there's rotational risk, then I would move him. You're the same, you son? Exact same, you think? Yeah, he, he, he's a hold for now because you'll see what the team is for the next fixture. And then just take it from there, play it by ear, really. Right, next up is from Mel Stars 4. Time for McCausland to go to a more upside striker, if so, best option. So we may still strike us through this. McCausland was quite cheap. He was 3.5 or something to start. So if you put the money in the bank, it's bare for me or somebody similar ilk. But I don't know if McCloss is on the bench for that one game because he's retained a lot of his team. He's quite a young player, so he could easily come back in against Hearts. Yeah, he retained quite a lot in that game. We had Barisic in there as well. Um, Just try to keep things fresh, obviously. And he's a Sil- young Silver started. Then you've got that uh, Oscar. Uh, the winger that McCausland was replaced with. So, um, aye, there was lots of rotation in that team, so... The same as their situation stands, if you see this and you see McCausland playing, no need. But if he's not mm-hmm. playing, then you can make a transfer. And then obviously the week after again, don't see it. You're taking a risk and who you want to go for. Yeah. Right. And the best option we mentioned, players for the day, we mentioned the, maybe you could jump to another winger. Rangers. You could jump winger to winger and go for that one, play the kind of jump off, jump off and try that. Or mm-hmm. Bear is a kind of cheaper thing. And best three defenders for upcoming games other than Tav. So... Upcoming games, let's say means next two weeks. I always think with the Scottish game, the defenders is a bit of a busted flush because MD is where it's MD apart from Rangers Celtic normally. There's, there's nobody really showed any sort of consistency just now. Yeah, um, you could go for Tanza, St. Johnston at home, Ross County away because he's attacking as well. He's, he's not really returned that much recently though. Um, You've got James Brown at Ross County, Livingston and St Mirren, both at home over the next two. He offers attack and returns as well. Um, I'm trying to get a great shift him this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank Ross County. Um, as you can see by the fact that the limit here, it's very hard to get these players in that is guaranteed. I would probably just look the fixtures and go who do you fancy who's the form and just going for somebody mm-hmm. I always like Beck because Beck's quite a easy looks attacking now double Rangers defence it depends your team again if you can get there go for one of the centre backs it's probably goals is more guaranteed it's money dependent again and yeah. you said Brown Brown is probably quite attacking but Ross County are really bad so it's you're very very little upside for the, the risk yeah 
if if Hearts weren't playing Rangers, then you'd probably say Hearts. Mm-hmm. But then again, you, you know, there's guys getting hooked at 59 minutes and stuff like that. And Biscuit. It's a hard one, that's why Donny said at the start of the season he was going to just try to put as least money in defence as possible and just have players that are playing because you'll, you'll get the game, you'll get the clean sheets every so often at these players unless somebody kind of comes to the fore by a good form like Beck did in the first half of the season and strained before mm-hmm. injury last year. But that yes. was I, definitely, I definitely think there's more merit now in having your non-playing player in defence now. 100%. Burning one of your, your defensive options there and then because there's far, far more options in midfield. Um, for for returns than than there is in defence, um, so it just kind of goes goes to show you how hard it is just now. Okay, next up, a couple of questions from FPL Kenobi. First up, feel need to go Hibs and Celtic shopping. I don't know why. Despite form, they have extra good fixtures ahead. Who should be on my watch list? I'll go first. I'll just mention Martin Boyle because I think his form's kicking in. With Celtic, it's just a Riley. There's nobody else I want at a push. What would be the differential? Kyogo probably will be a differential striker because people don't have him. He's just so defensive. Uh, he's he's just so um, he's uh, he's so deep. He's so expensive. He's not in form. I, I, I don't. I don't. I really don't see the attraction. There. You're going to tie up a lot of funds in there. It's probably going to weaken other aspects of your team as well. Nah, I'd, I'd probably say the, the players that we mentioned in the, yeah, the hips fixtures to keep an eye on because they're they're new to the game. They'll still be kind of bending stuff like that. Um, and Boyle. Other than that, nothing at Hibs. And then for Celtic, I mean, at least you know Ida's on penalties, I suppose. But again, he's yet to score from open it's, play. And it's minutes guaranteed, and purely a punt. Uh, you just you just need to take that. Sometimes that they get glasses off. Just go for a player who's playing up front for another team who's playing half decent. You mentioned the boys at man was it Mandron? Yeah, players like that. You just need to take a punt that way. Hibs and Celtic fixtures are good, but the form isn't. And I think that just answers your own question. The form is not good, so I'm going anywhere near it. Take changes. Mm-hmm. That's a question for, for Donny. Next, and Donny texts me anyway. So, my tone just needs to be well. The FFS Donny, does he need to go now? Cortez an option yet? I'll wait and see more. So, it was his reply. Let me just get my Twitter into my chat. Right, so he basically says it's a big, it's a tough now because Big Phil, as he calls him. That's his Big Phil. I think he's in the. What's that? Big, was it? Phil was in the reference about that. Was the dad on it? Big Phil. That's right, yeah. in the squad. The only real setters right now are Butland. Tavernier, Goldstone, Lundstrom and Catwell. I think also risk. And you mentioned Catwell went off an injury risk. Yeah, he came off a hamstring injury. So, so there you go. He's 34 names. Butland, Tavernier. You see what happens, yeah. And Lundstrom. So Lundstrom's the one nobody's mentioned yet. So that could be a sidestep move to Rangers minutes. But I always feel Lundstrom's is quite an unglamorous pick where you can get players who can be more attacking on the other side. I don't know because when there was lots of injury and there was a bit of rotation going on, the last Rangers double game, Lundstrom came away with quite a lot of points. Um, and if Cantwell's out, he might be playing more advanced. And then in that game there that we just talked about, not the St Johnston game, the other one, um, he managed. He was second for shots on target with four. I mean a lot of a lot of. Um, Strikers and lesser teams can't manage four shots on target, can't manage one shot on target. So, 
Um, he still could be a decent option. I think he's fairly cheap and he's still quite high up amongst the sort of high scoring midfielders in the like game. Consistent minutes, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's one to watch. Right, okay. Next up is Matt Harvey. This is his first season playing Fantasy Football Scotland. Welcome. Hope you've enjoyed it. Do we know all the doubles now or more likely to come after the cup split? I think that's this last time in Donny were on. I think this doubles all announced. It would be now game week 30. And the cup games are all actually Saturday games. So any teams who would qualify, they would just put them in midweek in the same They'd game week. Probably shifted to the midweek as well. So it wouldn't affect any more game week. So the next, the next one in game week 30 would be the last one, I think. And that's it. That's obviously mm-hmm. weather dependent. We're now getting close to March now and the weather's getting better. Well, better for Scotland. And I don't see much much more getting called off. So I think that would be our last game week. Agreed, Tom? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And the last question is from FBL Bandini. Do you know why Spittle was missing on Saturday? And if so, do you rate him as an FBL asset now? I don't know why he was missing. Do you know if it was an injury issue or illness? I don't know. I didn't see anything online, so I don't know. I did listen for pressers this week and see if... Is it- yeah. Caterwell tells you why. As an asset, yep, I like Spittle. He's kind of, he kind of does go along quite nicely. And he's one of these players, I, I think, he would become more at the front of my mind if Motherwell finished in the bottom six. Because then, yeah. playing a speaker teams. But he's been quite quiet for me recently. Uh, he he's well probably softly. not one I'd be looking to chase after. There's better midfield drops right now, but he can pop up with a hole every now and then. I just mm. want to watch. Right, Tom, that is us finished. The fit questions, so we'll move on to the fixtures and our transfer plans. So, what's up? Something today. Right, game week 27. So we have six fixtures and we'll have team news early for five of them. So we'll be able to see a lot of teams here. We've got St. Mary versus Johnson, Ross County versus Livingston, Rangers versus Hearts. Kamara versus Aberdeen, Hibs versus Dundee, and then on a Sunday, Motherwell versus Celtic. So you'll see team news for 10 teams, so that's pretty good. So upon hearing that, Tom, what is your captain, vice-captain, and transfer plans? Uh, captain Tav, vice-captain. Hmm. I'll probably stick with Miofsky because Shankman's playing Rangers. I don't really fancy going... O'Reilly, I could do. And then my transfer, I'll be waiting to see what the Rangers team is, and then um, if I have to kind of move Cantwell about, I will. If not, then I'll probably be looking to get rid of either Cochrane or Lembekisa. Um, either of his stats? Not bench him, no. Who? Lembiska. Is that suspension for the week after? No. Well, the, what I'm thinking is I'll, I'll, probably, I'll probably have both of them benched for this right. game. Um, but I would probably want to get rid of one so then I can... I'm, I've kind of earmarked McGrath out for Forrest at some point in the future. Oh, right. So you need to so, Right. So I need, a, I need to free up my third heart space in order to, to get Forrest to that future date. So... I could start making moves towards that. Um, and if I did get rid of him, I'd probably just go with um, Gent at Motherwell, or Gent, um, and just stick him on my bench and work it that way. Right. Similar situation, we have got three Hearts players, but Den Holmes, minutes have dried up, so he needs to go in midfield. So I'll be looking for a cheap midfielder to come in and bench. And 
I don't know. Other defender, other player would bring. When Biska could be the one for you say get as an option, Divine maybe just bench trick him. But if Cantwell starts, I kind of want Cantwell in because I haven't got then I've got three years so I couldn't do it. So if Cantwell starts and Dessers doesn't, that's what I would do. Move him up, move somebody about for there. But if not, I'd probably stay the same. But he's already dead home. Probably have one point four million in the bank, so I could go to a cheap Kilmarnock midfielder or somebody else. I don't know. Need to look at it. Mm-hmm. Very undecisive this week. And also want to plan to build towards game week 30 because I'm also going to have the bench boost to use. And I think that's a week. Is it game week 30 bench boost? Isn't it? I think that's a the week. Double game week, yeah. 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 I think that's a week we'll use it. So Ross County Hibs, Dundee and Aberdeen is the players to bring in just for the doubles, just for the bench boost. So potentially mm-hmm. bring in Devlin, the idea Mark to just bench trick him or a Birmingham defender, whoever the cheapest is, maybe double Dundee. No, they've got Rangers, so I wouldn't do that. I need to use one transfer, I can't burn, so I need to use one. So I might just use one to bring in a player who's going to play double game week and bench him, and that's one left to go. So within get to game week 30, I would have four. And then hopefully we'll be injured by that point. Best laid plans, and then I can just use the best trick, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You still got a wild card left, Tony? Hey, Tony, Tom, is that your last chip wild card left? Yeah, I've still got my wild card to, to play. Any plans? Let's wait to see with the team dependent. Team dependent for me. There's still a lot of unknowns. Um, I probably want to wait until I know what a settled Celtic team looks like, a settled Rangers team. Can I know what Hearts is going to look like? I thought you're going to get um, settled this team with Europe. I think they're going to be more unsettled, so they're going to rotate. Bar the players I mentioned, unless you stick with goals and Tav, Lundstrom uh, and Butland. At least in, in a few weeks' time, we'll kind of have an idea of what that kind of rotation looks like. Who's the league player? Who's the European player? If they're getting subbed, when are they getting subbed? I'll have more information on that. So... I'd like a little bit more information before I start doing the well card. I'm doing well without having a well card just now. Yes, so. No need to. You're sitting 24th. Um, 23rd. I think we're both of them. So, I'm in no rush to use it just now. I'm just going to see how things pan out and take it from there. See if you didn't have to use it. Did you just use it like a three hit in the last game of the season type thing? Like with... You get all the team news and just go for it. I've done that in the past and it never ever works out well yeah, because you, you, get, you get team news this time. We've done team news before. You'd see who's playing. You could just go daft in your wild card, pick two random players with mega upside. I mean, if you get to the point you don't need to use it, so I mean, if you're getting all the weeks through. Oh, if I get to that point, yeah, I mean, potentially, I. There's going to be mass rotation in the last game it, and you've got a free hit basically to put any players you want in. It's, I. I was I've done that in the past in fantasy and uh, it's always an anticlimax. It never works out the way you think it's going to work out. It's like the the, the games that you think is going to be high scoring, it always ends up like a nil nil or a one nil, and the ones you least expect, like just explode. Just an option fee, that's all. Potentially, I, I mean, you, I could do it. Um, Sun will come up. Sun's going to happen. The ball will be one of the week where you've got three or four players out you're just going to go, I'm going to push a button. 
And that's what you yeah. That's going to happen. Well, that, that's, that's probably what the most likely trigger is for me. Um, and you have multiple red sense. flags all at once, and you're just like, you get this fixed, and there's no quick way of doing it. So, wild card is your get out of jail free card. Um, I that's, that's probably what the plan will be for now. Right, that's us finishing. I've wrapped up. We will be back next week, and then another week off because I'm going to the promised land. Tom, I'm going to Lisbon. I'm going to go and see the stadium and stuff like that in two weeks' time. So, I won't be on podcast. So, I'll send you the pictures in the chat. But obviously, next week we'll be here. So, I'll let you get plugs in before we go. I am at FFS underscore scout. Now I'm at Fantasy Half. Again, keep your eyes on the Twitter page. We'll update the cups and the last couple of seasons when that starts. And again, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.